Amen. Thank you, preacher. Psalms chapter 51 tonight. Psalms chapter 51. And uh, I tell you, I appreciate the goodness of the Lord. Am I on my brother? And uh, let's see if I'm supposed to. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, Psalms 51. I've been preaching uh, these last few nights on the heart. Uh, First Peter, he talked about the hidden man of the heart. And so we preached on Monday night, the regenerated heart. And we dealt with last night on the rebellious heart. And tonight we want to preach on the renewed heart. The renewed heart. And you know, one thing that I have seen uh, down through the years preaching uh, to young people and youth camps, a lot of time that the victories that we get uh, within a month or two, you allow the devil to take those away from you. But you know what I found out? It's not just the young people. Uh, There's people sitting in this building tonight that are saved by the grace of God, but they have gotten cold and they have gotten indifferent and they need to be renewed as well. Uh, The songwriter, I guess, he said it best. He said, prone to wonder, prone to leave the God I love. And I I wish it wasn't that way. Uh, When we think about like the songs he just sang about, uh, God saving us the greatest of all miracles is the fact that he saved us. I wish because he saved us and he loves us as much as he does that we would never drift from him. Uh, It seemed that we would never, ever get cold. We would never, ever disobey uh, because of all that he's done for us. But yet because we live in this flesh, we find ourselves in doing that. Uh, Look with me in verse 10. I'm just gonna read one verse and then we'll go back through and, and preach a little bit Uh, out of the chapter. But my message tonight is uh, the renewed heart. Look in verse 10, Psalms chapter 51. He said, cast me, or excuse me, that was verse 11, verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Now, that word renew uh, means two things. It means to rebuild. That's where he used the word create. It means to make it over again. It means my heart has went astray and I need you to rebuild it. And then it also means to repair. Uh, Sometimes we allow things to come in our life and and draw us away that our heart needs to be repaired uh, and rebuilt. I wish it wasn't that way, but it is that way. And you know what? We strive to work and read and pray and walk with God. But sometime we allow this old flesh to have his way and we get cold and indifferent and our heart isn't broken like it used to be. The songs don't touch us like they used to and the preaching don't stir us like it used to. And we look at our watch and we want to hurry and to get out when we couldn't wait to get in because our heart has drifted, amen. There's times you read your Bible and you can't wait to get back to it. Then there's times you gotta force yourself to do it. You know why? Because of this old rotten flesh that we have, amen. Three times in our Bible, this word is used that I wanna preach on Number one, we need to be renewed because of failure, because of sin. 
David here had committed that, that terrible, ungodly, wicked sin of adultery. You know that's still ungodly, right? Uh, it's still wicked. Uh, today, oh, I don't want to get on that subject, but uh, it, it bothers me that people act like it's no big deal. Uh, you just go ahead and just say you're sorry and go ahead and jump right back in the ministry like he was uh, and everything's all right. I'm telling you, it's a big deal. It's a sin against almighty God. And the Bible said the thing that David did displeased the Lord. It was a sin. It was a failure. Amen. But in our text, we find David first of all asking the Lord to remove that transgression. You know, it's wonderful. There's none of us in here tonight worth two cents. Amen. Amen. And what's wonderful is when we fail, I'm glad that we can run to Calvary and thank God, get him to remove our sin. Uh, there's some people uh, that they think they're better than everybody else. I'm telling you tonight, there's nobody in here above anybody else and we all fail. And from time to time, we all have to be washed and be clean. And David said remove my transgression he had fallen he needed to be renewed verse 5 he gives the root he said because I was born a sinner now that don't excuse us because we're born sinners don't mean that we have an excuse to sin but the fact of the matter is that we are sinners amen <laughs> uh, there, every now and then You'll find somebody that they think they live above it. But I'm telling you, friend, we're all sinners. You know, he said, he said, I was born in sin. Then we see here his request. He said, uh, cast me not away from your presence. You know, I'd rather not live than to get up every morning and bow down before him and know I couldn't get in his presence. There may be some young person here tonight there may be some adult here tonight that that presence has been withdrawn from you and you know it's because you have failed and you're not willing to get it right. You're not willing to confess it. You know, that's one thing I can say about David. He said, my sin is ever before me. He was willing to acknowledge what he had done. I'm gonna tell you what, young person, if you've drifted tonight, uh, as the preacher said, Brother Andrew said last night, uh, that some, uh, you used to be excited, uh, you used to be thrilled, and you've lost that excitement. You know what you need? Just to be renewed tonight. Uh, David said, renew that spirit within me. And I've got news for you. There'll be time down the road. You'll have to be renewed again and again and again. Every now and then. You know what? Our sister sang that song last night. You know what I said? I said, Lord, afresh and anew, I rededicate myself unto thee. Amen. Help me to be more submissive. Help me uh, to be willing to do everything, whatever it takes to draw me closer uh, to you. Every now and then, uh, you're just going to have to go ahead and redo it. Amen. Uh, David said, renew me, renew me, renew that spirit within me. Amen. Some of you, 
You haven't been reading your Bible faithfully. You've not been praying faithfully. You haven't been on visitation several months. Not because of physical conditions. Some people you can't, and we understand that. But I'm just talking about, the problem is, you need to be renewed. You used to get excited when the choir sang. And now you don't. You used to say amen, but now you don't. You see, you just need to be renewed. He said, please, don't take your presence from me. Oh, I understand that request. Oh, I understand that. You know what he said? Verse 11, he said, restore the joy of my salvation. Hallelujah. But Tim, you know what being renewed is all about? It's getting the joy bells back. But David, it's hearing the birds sing again. I like it. I like getting up in the morning and saying good morning, Lord. And he says good morning back. And he puts his arms around me. And I get into his presence. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, that's worth more to me than all the money in the world. It's worth more to me than anything in this life. And David had lost that joy because he sinned against God. And he said, restore that unto me, amen. Young person, you may have failed God and you hadn't got right about it and you lost your joy. You know what you need? You need to be renewed. We need to be renewed because of failure. Number two, Isaiah chapter 40. We need to be renewed because we get faint. He said, verse 30 and 31. He said, there's two reasons we get faint. He said, we get tired of being in the way. The preacher, I I didn't get to be there this morning, but they said he preached on the mountain of separation. (laughs) Some of y'all may have heard that for the first time. And then some of you, you heard it, but you didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? You see, what happens is sometimes you get tired of the course that you're running. I had a fella ask me, and it was only about six months. I'm talking about this man played an instrument in the church that I was a member of, and he said to me, do you ever get tired of doing right? You know what happened? He was faint. He was tired of the way that he was walking. He was tired of the way he was going. And I said, oh, yes. I said, our flesh don't like to be crucified every morning. But I said, if you want to enjoy a walk with God and raise your family in the house of God, you better just go ahead and renew your strength and mount up as wings of eagles and soar and stay with God. Amen. What, six months later, he got out of church. Bought him a motorcycle, started nothing wrong motorcycle, but he started running uh, to the beach on Sundays and laid out of the house of God. Got out of church. You hear me? Wasn't long. Had a had an accident. I, I, I believe the old boy saved. I, I, I know. I, I've known him for years. But you know what happened? He got tired of the way. Your old flesh gets tired of it sometimes. Your flesh gets tired of you saying no. No, we ain't watch that. No, we ain't gonna listen to that. No, we're not going over there. No, we're not gonna do this. No, we're not gonna do that. No, we're not gonna do this. And no, we're not gonna do that. Hey. 
But you know there's a whole lot of things I get to do. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'd rather do what that inside man wants me to do than what this old rotten flesh wants me to do. Amen. You get tired of the way. And you say, is all of that necessary? You know how people leave this church <laughs> and some of these other men that pastored their church? You know how they leave? Because they don't like to be told how to live. They get tired of that way. The book of Acts said there is a way. There, there, there's something about, it's, it's like one fellow, he put on, on, on the front tag of his car, he put, I'm the pastor of that Baptist church. Because when you knock on doors and you tell them, oh, you're from that Baptist church. Uh, you see, there's, there's a stigma there about being in the way. But I like the way. Amen. Brother Laddie, we were sitting right there and he said, you know, there is no other way. And there isn't no other way. I'd rather be an old time Christian tonight than anything I know. I don't apologize for the word of God. I don't apologize for a man of God that'll preach the truth. I'm glad to be a part of the Bible Baptist Church. I'm glad to be a part of the Holy Ghost that will move up and down the hearts and the lives of people. I'm glad to be here, amen. Are you tired of the way tonight? You say, why does that preacher always preaching on things and how we ought to live? Because the Bible's full of it, amen. It really is important how you live. The Lord wants you to live right. Amen. Not only tired in the way, but tired of the work. Verse 31, he said you need to be renewed because you're tired of just the labor. Amen. That probably don't deal with the young people as much as it does the adults. There's a lot of work goes on putting a youth camp together. I, I hope y'all appreciate that. There's a lot of work goes on in that. And, and sometimes people in the work, they get tired of the work. And sometimes, Brother Lamar, we, we get to dragging. And sometimes we get weary. He said, be not weary, but Stephen, what? Well-doing. Because you know what? Sometime we get weary. And he said, you know what you need? You need to renew your strength. You need to look at the labor and say, hallelujah, it is worth it. Can you think about what God did? Flew somebody from New Mexico all the way here to Georgia to save them on top of a mountain. Amen. Only God can do all of that. Only God can put all that together. And hallelujah, you had a part in that amen we didn't save them God does all the saving but we got to be around it and we got to be a part of it and I say hallelujah just go ahead and mount up and get on that old eagle and say hallelujah I'll just go ahead and keep working amen I say it's worth it hallelujah it's worth it amen he said <laughs> Sometimes you just need some strength. Haven't you ever got tired and you want to throw in the towel? I have. The old devil sat on your shoulder and said, what's the use? Ain't nobody care. You're wasting your time. I'm going to tell you one who does care. Brother Brett, nobody in the world may care that you're preaching. But the Lord, if he called you, he'd care that you're preaching. 
course, I'm pretty sure your family's tickled to death too. But you know what? Hey, it don't matter if nobody else... Nobody else gets all excited. The Lord wants you to serve. And he said that we don't need to quit because we get upset, because we lose that, that fire of serving. Every one of us can think of somebody that used to go to this church that's sitting on the sidelines. They may not be out, but they're sitting on the sidelines. You know what they need tonight? They need to be renewed. Number three, and I'm done. The book of Lamentation, chapter five. They, the children of Israel, the nation of Israel, needed to be renewed because they had forsaken God. They willfully walked away. Now, Brother Chris, the whole book of Jeremiah, he deals with them because they have rejected him, and they have refused him. They refused. You know, it's amazing. They came to Jeremiah, and they say, is there a word from the Lord? And he'd say, there is. That's right. And they'd say, great. And then he'd tell them, they said, no, nah, that ain't of the Lord. Ah, that ain't right. I'm sure God didn't tell you to tell us that. It isn't what they wanted to hear, you see. And so guess what they did? Brother Roy, they just refused it. Boy, we live in that day where men are just doing what's right in their own eyes and they just ignore the word of God. They just ignore what God said in his book. Hey, it ain't about the color of the shirt you have on tonight, but I'm telling you what, what God does say in that book is important. Amen. Amen. They willingly rejected him. They willingly refused him. But you know what happened? Lamentation chapter five, they began to reap what they sowed. Let me just read this off to you. Verse five, or chapter five, verse two, they lost their houses and land. Verse four, they had to pay for their water and the wood that they use. Verse five, they were persecuted by the enemy. Verse 10, they had to endure a famine. Verse 11, their women were mistreated. Verse 12, their princes were hung. Verse 13, their children got put into slavery. Verse 15, their joy was gone. Verse 16, their crown had fallen. They had lost their nationalism. They no longer was a nation. Well, it kind of sounds like about America, don't it? You know what? Verse 20. You know what he said? I want, you, I want you to go there with me. Lamentations chapter five, you may already be there. In verse 20. You know what's amazing? They had gotten so far away. Verse 21. Turn thou us unto thee, O Lord. They had gotten so far away that they didn't even have enough desire to repent and get right with God. They said, Lord, you're going to have to turn us. You're going to have to create a desire within me. I'm going to tell you something. Some of you that are away tonight, some of you that have drifted, it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. And the further you drift out there, the less of a desire that you'll have to want to come back. 
I don't know how many times knocking on doors down through the years, you come across somebody and they say, I've been out of church for 10 years and I'll be honest with you, I just can't get in the habit of going back. You see, if you never quit, praise God, you don't have to worry about ever get back in the habit of going back. Amen. But you know what the Lord did? Verse 22, he, he refused them, Brother Brian. He said, but you've rejected us. You know, there does come a time when God said, I've had enough. My mother's in heaven tonight. I believe that with all of my heart. But I believe God judged my mother because she wouldn't get right. She was saved and out of church and he gave her cancer. She died at the age of 38 years old. You know what I can remember as a nine and 10 year old boy? I can remember my mother after she got cancer and began treatments. She got right with the Lord. And I remember going to the church. And I can remember her. She'd do like this. She was so weak, she'd push herself up off the pew like that. I'm sitting right next to her. And she'd say, I want to thank my Jesus. You know, I'm glad you can get right with God. But you know what happens? When that judgment hand begins to fall, it's gonna fall. My mother got right with Jesus and she'd testify and they'd shout the house down. I have those memories, but I'm telling you, uh, if she'd have repented before the judgment came, it might have never came. But once that judgment comes, uh, it's gonna stay until God's done doing what he wants to do. He said, renew that spirit that's within me. Let's stand if you would, please. Preacher, can I give an invitation? Brother Andrew said something last night about getting close to God. He said, you're going to have to be honest. Then he said, you're going to have to humble yourself. You know why we don't get right with God? Because we don't like to be honest with him. We don't like to be honest and admit that we have drifted. We don't like to admit that we're cold. I remember years ago, God speaking to me. And he said, you've lost the realness. It's become a job to you. And I said, oh God, I want it to be so real every night I preach. I said, would you help me? Because I was honest. You know what that sweet voice said to me? He said, I will. And you know what he did? He did. As they play tonight, won't you come talk to the Lord tonight? Adult and young person alike, Brother David, as he sings, come talk to the Lord tonight.